Welcome back to the podcast, Investing Should Be Easy. I'm Alex Richwagon, your host, and this show is all about identifying a long-term strategy in pursuit of long-term growth and teaching dividend reinvestment to be better off financially, making life easier. I'm here to help you walk you through this journey with an effective and affordable way to invest. I put this podcast and my book together to help others just like you. In today's show, we're going to look at a new company. The company we're going to review today is... 30 over 30 percent off its 200 day moving average and what do i mean by that 200 day moving average is basically what range is the stock price trading in so high level if the stock was trading at a hundred dollars a share just for hypothetical purposes if they were 30 percent off that means they'd be trading between 170 dollars over the past 200 days so the company we're going to view today, again, it's over, down over 30% over its last 200-day moving average. Is it a stay away? Is it something that um, we look at that's going to rebound? And um, so that's what we're going to look on today. We're going to go through the usual three-piece three approach. We're going to go through Google Finance to start to look at it from a high level. And the next level, we're going to go into finviz.com. That's F-I-N-V-I-Z.com. And then the last level, we're going to go into the company and how they make money. And then also there's going to be a little bit of a twist this week is uh, something I have to dig a little further into their research. And we'll get, we'll get right into that uh, shortly. But this is another company that is on ComputerShare. Again, ComputerShare is a transfer agent that it acts as a record-keeping service for companies uh, publicly traded. And this this. Uh, company is on computershare.com slash investor and that's where you can find out more information and that's where I kind of started getting curious when I found this one. So let's just jump in today. Today's show we're going to review a company called The Buckle Inc. and the stock symbol is BKE. Once again that's The Buckle Inc. And so I'm going to go into I'm on uh, Google Finance and kind of look further into this company and what they do and start looking at some of their financials at a high level. So the first thing I see on Google Finance, I got the stock symbol up, BKE, and the PDE, their, their price earning ratio is at a nine. That's about half of the S&P 500 right now. S&P is trading around a 17, 18 uh, price to earnings ratio. It's about half, so it's extremely undervalued from the rest of the market. But let's kind of dig further into the, the why. Um, I see their dividend is over 5%, almost at 6%. That, to me, um, given that this isn't a uh, real estate investment trust, a company that is supposed to pay out the majority of their money in dividends, is kind of a, that's a red flag to start with, just, just kind of looking at that to begin with. And we'll dig deeper on where that dividend is, and is dividend safe. Um, dividend's got to be safe because... You don't want a company to um, pay out more than they're actually making just to satisfy their shareholders because that means you don't have to be you know, a financial wizard to say if you're spending more than you're making, you're at some point you need to address that situation. You need to either generate more revenue or cut down that dividend. Traditionally, when companies cut down their dividend, you'll see a sell-off because it's a sign of weakness or a sign that there's not good continuity in the business day to day. So we're going to dig further in that 
shortly. So I see it's around just under 6%. That's a lot for a company that's not a dividend reinvestment trust. Also, institutional ownership, these are uh, the big uh, mutual fund, hedge funds, only at 65%. So there could be some selling off there as well. And when I kind of look down, on, this is definitely a retailer. And by retailer, they operate, they've got um, almost 470 retail store outlets uh, throughout the United States. And anybody that has been paying attention over the last, I don't know, decade is knows that Amazon is substantially making it more difficult on retailers because Amazon sells things at such good prices. They provide great service, two-day shipping, and big box real um, footwear, casual footwear, um, real, um, retail. Retail monies have been, and malls have been closing lately. People have been shutting down stores. So this is kind of um, something that's just not passing the sniff test of an early indication of a buy, and I can see why they're see that the company is down over 30% off their 200-day moving average that we talked about earlier. Over 30%. That's a lot. And um, so kind of looking what they do, they're, they're throughout the United States, um, 44 states. They sell retail, um, you know, clothing, footwear, um, denim. They do services for, um, they offer denim services. They're also into Looks like Hurley, Billabong, those are surf brands, surf skate brands, if you will. And they're selling a lot of merchandise, but here's the thing. are they? Do they have um, a two-step approach? And what I mean two-step approach is, are they selling online as well as the big box, or is big box the majority of their outlets? So those are the kind of things that I'm starting to think about when I think about the business model here as well. So, so far we've got some red flags. We've got a, a company, like one of the things we talked about last week is, can you see sustainable growth over the next five or 10 years? I don't see that um, within just the business model and how Amazon over the last decade has really put a dent into retail money. Um, Best Buy has done actually done a really good job of pivoting basically by having a online strategy as well as an in-person strategy by having their sales reps on the floor that are extremely knowledgeable, much more than like a Walmart or a Target. And they're investing in technology. You can buy things, ship it to the store, pick it up. And they've really adopted a two-step strategy. I'm not sure I see that with Buckle, but let's kind of go into the next levels of the financials. And I'm going to go to Finviz. That's again, F-I-N-V-I-Z.com. And I'm going to go and type in BKE, and I'll see that, um, wow, uh, more. So outside of their 200-day moving average, even further, um, as of December, they're much they're much further down than was previously indicated on uh, Google Finance when I saw that saw that number. So it's actually a lot bigger than what we originally thought, almost 50% down from from that moving average, and then as well as almost a year. Um, yeah, it was trading around 28. That's yeah, significantly down is this company, and they continue to trend down with with their services. So just right there, technical uh, the uh, technical analysis, I see it's definitely still trending downwards, and it just hit a new low um, actually as of this as of May last month, and now it's trading around seventeen dollars and change. So definitely something that's kind of alarming, and I'm kind of looking through their financials. Again, I see their their price to earnings ratio is around the nine. They're expecting uh, their forward PDE. They're expecting a little bit of growth, but 
not a lot, only a 10 on, on their Ford PDE and their dividend rate, I see that here. We talked about inventory turnover last week with uh, DOC, our Physicians Real Estate Investment Trust, which they're not gonna have inventory turnover, that's a, a real estate company. This is something that I'd like to see what their inventory turnover is. So I wanna kind of dig deeper into that, and as well as a dividend to see if it's safe within their financials and their net income. So the next thing I wanna know is we talk about inventory turnover and Let's see, I'm kind of going in there. I'm gonna type into my Google search and what is their inventory turnover on Buckle? It looks like their inventory turnover for the first quarter was 1.13. Now I wanna explain what I mean by that is inventory turnover is a ratio showing how many times the company's inventory is sold and replaced over a period of time. That means in a quarter, all of their inventory was only turned over once. That's that's kind of alarming to me. And then, you know, what's the average for merchandise turnover in clothing stores? So just kind of doing a little more searching here. And the industry average is around 3.91 for a time period. So they're lagging at a, at a, at a quarter of what the, the industry average is for clothing stores. That That's, again, Another alarming trend as far as inventory turnover, they've got a lot of stuff, they're, they're going to have to push out a lot of sales, and they're not moving their inventory. And what are you going to do when you make way for the old inventory? You're going to have to discount things a lot in reducing your profit margin. That's also something I saw in Finviz was their profit margin is around 9.7%. That's pretty low. You're talking about a company that's really struggling here. And now let's go a little bit further into their dividend ratio. Now, one thing that I don't necessarily get directly from here is how much they actually paying out in dividends. So I need to kind of go a little further. I see that their income was around 91 million, but how does their dividends actually translate? So something else I'm gonna have to actually go look up is a site called SEC gov and this is uh, Edgar this is where companies have to file their 10ks and 10ks are your traditional financial statements you've got uh, information like cash flow statement income statement your your balance statement all of the traditional financials that's where I'm looking next is saying how do I find this next level of information of how much actually their dividends are costing the company right now so looking into their numbers, looking a little further, I see that BKE dividends, they actually paid out almost 84, almost $85 million in dividends. So as a rule of thumb on a payout ratio, and these are things that kind of looking up and saying, what is the, what is the right dividend payout ratio? What it should, what it should be? And industry standard, a high level is around 55 to 75%. I want to kind of break that down and what that means is if a company is using all of its net income, all of its uh, cash flow, and they're using that money to pay out to shareholders because historically they need to do that, otherwise it shows instability in the company, and they're paying out higher than the highest amount, industry average, again, is a high amount would be 55 to 75. That's, I would say, an unhealthy ratio. They're paying out close to 85%, uh, more than 85% of their net income as dividends of shareholders. That's 
that's alarming. Now I see why the company is starting to dip and why it's down almost 40-50% in 12 months. This could be a, you know, something that we definitely want to keep digging into. So I want to kind of visit their their website. So I'm going to go to uh, the Buckle website. So I'm on corporate.buckle.com and on the investors page. And they've got an annual report. And yep, some of the more things I talked about, talked about their sales, their their dividends, and here, here's something else alarming. If I look at their net sales are actually down last two years in a row. So they were operating in the, the billions in 2015, just over a billion in 16, and then for 2017, which is their fiscal year ending in twenty in a beginning of 2017, meaning 16, they're actually under a billion in sales. They opened more stores. That's that's scary. Average sales per square foot, this is a key indicator in the retail industry. It used to be up around 460 per square foot. Now it's down to 370. That's a big dip as far as what kind of money they're generating in these big box locations. So again, do they have a two-step strategy? Are they going to start transitioning into more of an online presence? And when I look into their shareholder statement, this doesn't make any sense. They actually paid out a special cash dividend for the ninth consecutive year of 75 cents a share. They're already at capacity almost for what their dividends are for their payout ratio. So they're not they're trying to grow, but then they're also halting their growth by continuing this dividend, which to me I would say is in danger of being cut in the near future if this rate continues. So we've gone through, and yeah, this was on ComputerShare. I found it up by looking up uh, the Buckle Company, BKE, and we looked through Google Finance. I saw a red flag with their dividend rate, what their price-to-earning ratio is, the high dividend rate, which is a red flag, and then I looked into Finviz to get more of the technical and fundamental analysis to see what does this company look like over a longer period of time, what are their, what are their fundamentals of the ratios which come from their cash flow statement and their income statement, their balance sheets, and then actually looked at sec.gov to see what was going on within their, their cash flows to see if I could like kind of dig further. Their inventory ratio was off. Looked at the company. They actually paid out another dividend, which is going to halt growth, and they're going to open up more stores, and they're averaging less square foot. So I think all of the things that we added up, especially the red flags of inventory turnover, the dividend payout ratio, and as far as their declining sales and declining growth, this is a stay away to me. It's an easy call as far as a stay away. The company and the stock have declined almost 50% in 12 months. This is a stay away, and um, for anybody that has more advanced uh, in investing strategy, this could even be something where you're going, you could sell. Uh, calls, which means that you are betting the company's going to stay either uh, stagnant or it's actually going to go down and you could profit from that. But that's that's for more of the advanced folks. So just things that I'm thinking about within a uh, brokerage account. So that's going to that's gonna do it for today. So we went through uh, Buckle. We went through multiple issues of where we saw the red flags, things that we saw the business model, um, the common sense. Does this business model make sense over the next five to 10 years? I don't like it. Actually, look, you know, betting against it might be a better idea. And um, so, yeah, that, that's my recommendation this week is to stay away. Last week, we looked at DOC, which is a Physicians Realty Trust, and that was a buy. 
and had a much uh, better outlook as far as their financials, their business model, and what they're doing to um, satisfy shareholders. Their dividend payout ratio is around four and a half percent, but they position them come position themselves as a company to pay out high dividends. This company is not, and they're just digging themselves further in a hole. So I would stay away from it altogether. Um, so that's going to wrap us up. Um, I would highly encourage you to uh, take a look at this on my website. There'll, there'll be more information there at alexrichwagon.com. And then also, if you have any questions about anything I went over today or other companies want to take a look at that's on ComputerShare or Wells Fargo Investment Services, go ahead and send, those, send me an email at um, alex.richwagon at gmail.com. One more time, that's alex.richwagon at gmail.com. Again, remember it's an E, not an O, on the Rich Wagon. So send those emails in, and uh, maybe next time we'll uh, answer some of those questions. So that'll do it for this week. Um, Enjoy the rest of your week, and uh, bye. Have a good day. Alex Richwagon is an investment research analyst. Any of his recommendations are that of Mr. Richwagon. The information presented is the opinion of his and only his research. You should not base your investment decision based solely on his opinion. Remember, it's your money and your responsibility.